How to stop looking at porn for smart, family-oriented men who want to learn to sustainably let go of porn in a way you can enjoy and look forward to. Learning to be proud of the man that you are. I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a certified life coach. I've been coaching guys on this for several years now, have been in the porn quitting game for years beyond that, and I use this podcast to share what I've learned. This is a movement. It is happening. Join with us and start winning against porn. Okay, guys, we're going to talk about when you feel depressed. Um, And really, it could be just feeling down in any way. So I'm going to get into some of the things or ways that I like to think about it and approaches that um, that I use when I am feeling down and also um, the title right feeling depressed is better than porn and the title of this episode uh, I want to start out by talking about that um, and why is that the title <laughs> why am I saying feeling depressed is better than porn um, Here's why, okay? Um, when I, and I went through this myself too, right? Um, but when I talk with a client and ask, okay, so so maybe they looked at porn again, and what we do is we practice not lumping all the times, all those different times you looked at porn in the past into one big habit together, right? We look at the isolated incident as its own thing, with a beginner's mind where we are open open to finding and learning one new insight or awareness of something that is going to add to your your habit change, right? And um, we let it be a process. We play the long game. We stay curious. We practice removing judgment. And so... So my client, maybe they just looked at porn, and I ask them, okay, so why did you look at porn this time? And they're like, I don't know, like, um, I just did, right? Um, And then we'll go a little deeper. Uh, Were there any, a question that we often ask after, um, I often ask is, were there any emotions that you were trying to escape from um, by looking at porn? Because a lot of times we use porn as a buffer to escape from emotions, right? And sometimes it's as simple as we don't want to feel that urge for porn, that craving. And we think, well, may as well just get rid of this craving. And a way to do that, at least for the short term, is to look at porn, right? Even though it reinforces more cravings later, it can help that craving go away for a little while, right? So sometimes it's as simple as just not wanting to feel that craving. and uh, But then sometimes it's it's other feelings right maybe they're feeling lonely right and i'll be like okay so then why did you want to look at porn instead of feel lonely and a lot of times this is a new question for people and they'll be like uh because it feels better and then i'll ask why do you it sounds like there's an assumption here that feeling better is better (laughs) like why do you need to feel better and that's usually a new question for a lot of people and we start to realize that we do sometimes have this idea a lot of us have learned that you got to feel better if you feel bad you got to feel better right if you feel negative you got to find a way to feel positive and there's a problem and we got to fix it right so so that's one of the first things to look at there is 
number one, there's an assumption that feeling negative feelings is bad and we got to get away from it and that we need to feel better and soon, right? And that's just an optional story that actually makes managing your mind just a lot harder <laughs> in my experience. Um, so it's a good one to become aware of and then practice noticing when it comes up and let it go and play with something new like hey maybe it's okay to not try to feel better right away maybe there's no rush here there's no hurry and maybe I'm actually supposed to feel down even half the time right um and then the so then that that comes up um and then the other thing that comes up in here is well looking at porn is better than feeling lonely right like I'd rather look at porn than feel lonely and when we identify thoughts like this, they're so important to know about because if that's what we're practicing thinking, then sooner or later, if if that's your default mode of thinking, you're going to feel lonely again or down or depressed or whatever it is. And then you're going to look at porn because you're telling this story that looking at porn is better than feeling that feeling, right? So... Um, and and then I'll ask why, why is it better, right? And usually guys have a pretty uh, ready-to-go answer in terms of, yeah, well, here's why porn's better, because you feel this way, and then you don't have to feel that way, and right? And it's it comes pretty quickly. And then we start asking, okay, if we were to start thinking a new thought there, like maybe feeling lonely is better than looking at porn this is usually a new idea for our brains and and why might that be why might it be better to feel lonely than to look at porn and usually that's kind of a new question again for people and there's not as much of a ready to go answer on this one which explains a lot and suddenly it makes so much sense why we're looking at porn to escape feelings like this because we have a very compelling story about why porn is better than feeling lonely or feeling depressed or whatever it is for you fear shame right it could be so many things um just some kind of uncomfortable feeling and um so this is where some of the work is right that i'm inviting you to do too is um, if you don't have a compelling story for why it is better for you to feel depressed than to look at porn, then at some point when you feel depressed, you're going to go back and look at porn, right? Um, and you actually get to decide what that narrative is. And I recommend not doing this from a judgmental, well, because it's bad to look at porn and good to not, right? Like, we can do that in such a judgmental way that's forceful and presses this thing on us. It feels like something external is being pressed onto us, right? So I recommend making it more about what you want and recognizing that you get to choose how to want and what to want, and you can learn to want new things you can learn to unwant other things you can get intentional about that and practice it and so um so that's the invitation is to 
practice it in a way where you can really have it come from you. Like, why is it better? Why might it be better for me? Just like, why is it my preference? I kind of like that word. Why do I prefer to feel depressed over looking at porn instead of looking at porn, right? Um, And don't just stop when you feel like you don't have an answer, right? Um, I heard this quote from Albert Einstein uh, recently. Let's see if I can bring it up super fast here. I think I've got it right here. Yep, he said, it's not that I'm so smart, it's that I stay with problems longer. (laughs) I heard that this week. And I really loved it. Um, and because all, all of us have brains, like Albert Einstein had a brain, a human brain, right? And maybe he wasn't actually smarter than the rest of us. Maybe he just learned how to use his brain uh, more effectively for certain things, right? Like solving problems, new problems that no one had solved before. So. Um, and one of the ways he did that is just staying with the problem longer, stay with the question longer, right? Stay with the question long enough and keep coming back to it until you can, um, come up with something. And then when you have a story that is more compelling in terms of why feeling depressed is better than looking at porn, um, it's such a powerful leg up piece in the habit change process that can make it sustainable, right? Um, Because as humans, we are going to feel down, right? We are going to feel depressed. We're going to feel lonely. We're going to feel fear. We're going to feel shame. We're going to feel a lot of negative stuff in our future. There's no way around that. Like as humans, we're supposed to feel uncomfortable feelings as we go. And um, so rather than trying to delete those feelings from our life, Let's come up with a more compelling story as to why we choose to be in on those um, more than look, overlooking at porn, okay? Um, one helpful idea to bring into the mix here, just on the intellectual side or philosophical side, is the 50-50 idea, right? And you've probably heard me talk about 50-50 in other podcasts, but the basic idea is that as humans, we're meant to feel uncomfortable stuff half the time and more pleasant comfortable stuff the other half the time emotionally right actually supposed to feel positive 50 percent of the time and negative 50 percent of the time and so the the useful idea here is a lot of people think that when you buffer with something and escape like with porn or whatever your favorite buffer is that you're only escaping the negative emotions that you're feeling in that moment but um, I actually kind of like this idea. I found it really helpful, and it might be true. Um, go experiment with it and see. try it on, see how it fits with you. But this idea that um, if 50-50 is how it works, then when we are escaping with a buffer, um, we aren't only escaping from negative emotions, okay? We're escaping from an equal amount of positive emotions as we are negative emotions, And so it's not like we're only escaping the negative stuff. We're actually just escaping our life (laughs) for a moment. And it's going to be 50-50 either way. So we're just just skipping some 50-50 and checking out of our life 
uh, or emotional life in that moment, right? So that can be a helpful way to let yourself know that you don't just get to escape the negative stuff, right? You're actually escaping an equal amount of negative and positive when you're buffering in that way. So then it's not a question of, well, how do I get away from the negative? It's more a question of, why am I escaping from this human experience and how do I learn to um, be engaged in that in a more with more ease and confidence, right? So this is kind of the introductory concept and then, yeah, I'm going to talk about this, right? As humans, we're supposed to feel down, okay? So if you're... I'm going to talk about feeling depressed for a little bit, okay? So I have plenty of experience with this. I don't think we need to get into a measuring stick situation that doesn't usually help i think every human has their experience with depression and feeling down along the way right so um so maybe that's the first thing right there is let's not compare let's just <laughs> let ourselves be where we're at and also for people who um think well but i have it so good and i grew up you know in a nice neighborhood or in a family that's well to do or um you know on the outside i have all the you know like me i'm a heterosexual uh straight white male in america born in america right so like in terms of like privilege yeah there's there are a lot of things that i naturally had lots of privilege um just because of where I was born and what color my skin is and what my sexual orientation has been, right? Um, But we can use that against ourselves, right? Like, um, just because certain humans have different privileges and backgrounds and experiences doesn't mean that all humans uh, don't suffer in some way through their life and have those times that they feel down, right? And, um, so that's another thing, just, um, maybe we don't have to use that against ourselves and maybe we don't have to compare as much as, you know what, right now, for whatever reason, I feel down and that's that and it's okay, right? Just because you have certain privileges as a human doesn't negate you from feeling down. Okay. So it's going to happen regardless. So let's not use that against ourselves. One thing that helps me is to, like, just let myself go there with depression. Like, like sometimes when I feel down, I want to complain. And, yes, I know that on the one hand, if you stay in complaining mode, like, if you stay there inevitably and perpetually, then you can create added suffering from the feelings that come from the ways that you're thinking and how you're reinforcing that, right? But also, before learning to shift (laughs) where you want to be consciously in that way, uh, sometimes, like, sucking the poison out of the wound is helpful, right? Like, Like, just let yourself complain, right? Like, this is a thing with trauma too if there's any trauma associated with how you're feeling um with people processing trauma sometimes rehashing their the story of what happened a certain amount of times it's almost like there's just a certain amount of vomit that needs to come up before it's all out and um so so there actually can be it, it can be really useful to 
have a safe place to complain and if there's not a person who is in a good place to listen to your complaining or who you don't feel safe complaining without them trying to like make you feel better when you don't you're not ready for that then use a journal right and just write it i i love using writing um i mean i don't use it as much as i as would be helpful to me sometimes i forget just how helpful it is but when i do it regularly it helps me so much just uh, not even it's not that it like helps me get rid of the depression as much as it just helps me find more ease in the depression and uh, more clarity and uh yeah i think it has that drawing the poison out of the snake bite effect too a little bit um and then another thing is if you're feeling depressed are you expecting more of yourself if you feel better right this is something that comes up for me still sometimes and um and this is another thing we can use against ourselves uh because if we're expected to do more when we're feeling up and less when we're feeling down if that's how we've set up the rules of the game then those times when it's just a good idea to slow down and rest and conserve energy or replenish or right which we we need to do as humans um it's like if we put this incentive in place to feel depressed right um like have you ever wanted to say no to something and you feel like it's more acceptable to say no if you're not feeling good or if you're just kind of having an off day or if you're sick or just didn't sleep well right like if those are our only reasons to say no when we want to say no then we're actually putting this incentive in place when our authentic self doesn't want to say yes to something there's an incentive in place to make ourselves not sleep well or to get sick or to feel down right so um this is just something to be aware of and so a way to counteract this is uh on the one hand practice letting yourself say no just because you want to say no and you don't have to be sick or feeling down or have a bad sleep under your belt right um practice letting yourself have more times so where it's just no i prefer not to do that right that's it i don't need to feel bad to say no right um and then on the other side of it if you're feeling down um just check in with that like cuz sometimes we do just need to rest and slow down and so if at adding expectations if we feel better um it can just add this pressure to it and uh be kind of an interference uh, and muck things up rather than finding more uh, clarity and peace and uh, ease through the process. You know what I mean? So um, that's something that I like to be aware of. And and then also I, I like to give myself permission to step back, right? Like to slow down. Um, and for me, because of where my brain is still at, like sometimes depression is a way that my uh brain and body are letting me know like hey it it might be a good idea to slow down or to rest a little bit right and that's something 
I've realized it's not always the case. Sometimes it's me just getting down on myself, um, right, in ways that I've learned to do that I'm still learning to let go of. Um, but also you can, like, give yourself permission to slow down or step back or even just do nothing, right? Give yourself that permission. The thing I would say on the other hand here, a counterpoint, is uh, some of us, uh, I've noticed particularly with coaches who learn about how feelings drive our actions and um, and how, well, if I'm feeling depressed, then I can't take the actions I want to take while feeling depressed. And I don't think that's true. I think that's actually a story, an optional thought we tell about feeling certain uncomfortable emotions and I think we can be very productive while feeling the negative side of the 50-50 if we want to be, right? That being said, it does make sense to slow down and rest sometimes, right? So, um, but I think what I would say here is if we let go of this idea that we have to slow down and that we can't be productive when we're feeling certain negative feelings. I mean, if that's not true, us buying into it is going to make it harder for us to be productive when we are wanting to be productive or creative in some way, right? So so you can actually use it to your advantage. Um, and that's kind of the question I have for you is, how can you use your depression to your advantage? Um, like, I was having this conversation with one of my clients who's an author, and getting his business going as an author and he um he thought maybe he can't write if he's feeling negative feelings in a certain way like he can't be as productive and then we started asking the question differently well how can you use it to your advantage like if you're feeling really angry or really down like can you write some of the parts of your book or some of the characters some of those moments you're wanting to create in the book can you like write some of the the fear-filled moments or the anger-filled moments or can you like use it to bring your book to life more and he loved that question and went and played around with it and had a great experience with it so um that was fun to watch and just a good uh, reminder for me as well that um when you feel these ways it doesn't mean you can't be productive right like for me this week I've been feeling kind of down uh, since this last weekend, just really down a lot of the time. And I thought, maybe I won't do a podcast this week, <laughs> right? Um, but then I remembered this, and I was like, oh, you know what, how could I just use this to my advantage so that it still feels authentic to me, um, but I'm, yeah, using it to my advantage. And so I thought, you know what, I'll talk about depression, right? Um, and it's it's actually been really good experience for me to do that right so um but I've also been letting myself check in and slow down a little bit this week so um and this will be released next week so um so you get a taste of it next week but um next thing another thing that is helpful is meditation and um what I would say here is like uh, like for me if i <laughs> if i'm forcing it and trying to hurry to feel better 
it doesn't always go over well when I'm feeling really down. And that's funny, like part of me doesn't even want to feel better sometimes when I'm feeling down. I don't know if some of you can relate. Like we don't want people to try to make us feel better. We don't want things that are designed to make us feel better, right? Like even though we're not loving being depressed, we also like don't necessarily want to feel better. <laughs> and so if you're going to use meditation, I actually like this approach where like I like using Headspace for this kind of thing, um, the app for meditation and I like the courses in there particularly, um, but um, going into it just in a self-care mode and not in a I need to make myself feel better mode, right? Um, where I actually still get to be depressed if part of me wants to be depressed, right? Um, and this is just this is helpful for me. Like I did this this morning, and because. I have other meditations, tapping meditations that are kind of focused on building new beliefs and letting go of old ones. That, there's a time and a place for that, and I, it's so powerful, awesome work there, um, and I've had great experiences with it. But uh, this morning it felt nicer to just be like, you know what, I could meditate, especially if I know that I just get to lay here and I don't, nothing's expected of me. I, I just get to sit here and kind of notice and do some body scanning and just kind of notice what's going on and be with it. Uh, but no expectation to change anything that I find, right? And sometimes that is just what the doctor ordered for me, guys. Um, so I recommend that if you're, if you can relate to that situation. Um, Another thing is to check in if you're feeling depressed. Check in if you, like, what are you making it mean, right? Um, some people feel like they deserve to feel like crap, maybe because of something they did or, or some, something they're remembering from their past or um, maybe they don't deserve to feel good. Um, and I would just... Um, invite you to acknowledge that that's an optional story and that our feelings actually don't have to mean anything and oftentimes they don't uh, they're just vibrations in our body and um, they're not always necessarily like intuition or inspiration right like I, I know sometimes they can feel like there's some overlap there with our emotions and how that works um but um, most of the time, in my experience, emotions are just considering them as feelings that are caused by thoughts in our brain um, can be really helpful. And then it's like, okay, me feeling down doesn't have to mean that I deserve to feel like crap, right? Me feeling down is just me feeling down from me having thoughts that make me feel down, right? And it doesn't have to mean anything more than that. And it's totally okay to be depressed. It means something is right with me because I'm a human and humans are supposed to feel depressed sometimes, right? You can also ask like, if there is something that your body wants you to know, but do this without assumption and without judgment is what I recommend, okay? Do it more with curiosity and assuming that your body's trying to help in some way instead of assuming there's a problem and something's gone wrong right 
So kind of give your brain and body the benefit of the doubt and go into it and say, is there something, like, some signal here you're sending me? Like, it doesn't have to mean anything about me, but also, is there something worth me checking in with here, right? It's one thing to kind of clear out all the crap that we make it mean and all the judgments that we make it mean when we feel down that's not helpful, but it's another to kind of take that depression as a cue and just sort of ask like is there something worth looking at here that my body wants me to know right uh for example like like for me sometimes it can be a cue to slow down and rest more right or just to look at something a bit closer in my life um that could be worth looking at right our bodies are wise guys so so there is wisdom behind this stuff sometimes um I just practice distinguishing between what are the optional things you make it mean that aren't helpful and what are like useful signals you can get from from what's coming up in your body, right? Like I heard someone say that for them shame is like a check engine light. When they feel shame, it's like a check engine light that says, oh, you know what, my self-talk might not be very nice right now. And it's like a an opportunity for them to check in with their self-talk and their relationship with themselves and to practice in some new way with that or just being aware, right? So I love that. Um, And then also sometimes it's just hormonal or seasonal thing that, you know, it's just meant to come and go. And maybe it's just the 50-50 thing where like, you know what, this is just one of those times where I'm meant to feel down for a little bit. So so sometimes it's just it's just feelings that come and go and and it can be a very different experience feeling depressed in that kind of headspace versus ooh, I'm depressed. What's wrong? Something's wrong and I need to fix a problem here and oh maybe it's because I screwed up so badly and made that mistake and did this and did that and or maybe it's because I'm not worthy of feeling better right like a lot of that stuff just adds to the suffering and spiral and right like I've done so much of that and and the more I let go of that part of it, uh, the better my relationship with myself is. Easier it is to navigate this stuff, right? And the easier it is to steer clear of uh, things like porn when you're feeling reactive to emotions um, and wanting to buffer. So, um, so the more you make it a problem, the more it is a problem. And depre- depression can go a lot easier when we don't assume it's a problem and just let it come and go and just kind of breathe through it right um our bodies are very much designed to feel feelings um it's usually our brains and all our stories of trying to resist and fight it that makes us extra miserable right depression actually isn't that bad when you let go of the resistance to it um still can suck but it's so much easier (laughs) okay another thing that I've found helpful is with almost any time that I'm, um, that I'm just wanting to, uh, manage my mind and my feelings, especially my feelings. If, if I'm feeling a lot of stuff, um, is do a body scan. And I talked about this a little bit with the meditation earlier, but do a body scan and 
um, go just kind of close your eyes and lay down or sit up straight with neutral posture and uh, and use curiosity right not attachment um, don't expect to find certain things and don't try to change what you find as much as just scan down and notice what's there oh look there's that oh look there's some tension there oh this part's kind of loose and don't get too judgmental about it it's just kind of noticing the general feelings that you that you see as you scan down your body right um something that i don't like to force myself to do it but when i'm in a place uh where i actually want to um like you know your people right and if you have someone that you just know you get to be you and they're not going to try to like change you and um and that talking with them can be helpful right schedule a time to talk with one of your people right and then i like scheduling it because then it helps me in the moment where i don't actually want to talk to anybody right in that moment but i can be like well maybe like three days from now i can get geared up for talking to somebody right um then uh, and then it, you have this thing that you get to kind of look forward to as well, especially if it's someone you've chosen wisely that's, like, really got your back, right? So um, so scheduling a time to talk with one of your people in the future, um, I use that. And you can always change your mind later. You can always back out, right, And then or reschedule and, and just use that rescheduling to your advantage too. And, um, if they're one of your people, they'll understand, right? So give yourself that permission to, to back out. <laughs> um, but having that to kind of look forward to can make a difference. Um, and then, yeah, a, a quick little thing to remember is three legs of mental health, right? This is what my coach, who has a therapy background, told me. She's like talking, medication, and body movement, right? Um, so some way of talking even if that's journaling journaling kind of talking to yourself through your writing um or talking to a friend like we just talked about or a professional a therapist a coach right um medication use it right use it if it helps if if that is something that works and helps for you use it i've been off and on uh, yeah on and off on and off of uh antidepressant medication a few times now and i've used it at times when it's helpful and then i kind of have a feel for when it's not helping as much and and just be willing to change your mind and do it with the guidance of a professional and follow their protocols and don't you know you do want to do slow transitions when you're getting on and off of these medications so you don't want to be too willy-nilly but um but yeah i use it with that guidance of a professional and uh, if whatever works guys whatever helps right um body movement talking medication and body movement right body movement find some some way to move your body even 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 if it's as simple as just five minutes of stretching where you like like there's some super easy restorative yoga uh peloton in the peloton app um restorative yoga sessions that are short and you get to lay down for most of the time and it's just like super low-key but you're still getting your body involved right or if you like doing other things like going on long runs like me or bike rides or lifting weights whatever um it can be 
so many different things dancing right um dancing is a good one for for people <laughs> um so talking medication and body movement are the three, three legs of kind of mental health care and keep those in mind use them to your advantage um glennon doyle i'm going to wrap up in just a second here uh but this is good stuff so i'm going to say it glennon doyle says you can write a message from yourself when you're feeling up to yourself when you're feeling down and then you can read it when you're feeling down like what do i want myself to know next time i'm feeling down and this is something Lindsay told me about a few days ago and uh i thought that sounded like an interesting idea i have not tried it but um i invite you to try it and um and then yeah just to come back to and top it off um do i choose feeling depressed over looking at porn or whatever your favorite buffer is right if you think porn is better than feeling depressed or lonely or tired or whatever it is right how can you make a more compelling case for feeling feelings instead of looking at porn right and albert einstein style stay with it long enough to come up with something right because as long as you have that story going on in your brain that looking at porn is better than feeling blank right whatever feeling it is uh you will have times where you go back to looking at porn while feeling blank and so do this with different feelings use that phrase like uh feeling blank is better why is feeling blank better than looking at porn and insert whatever emotion you want to in the blank spot that's one that you have practiced escaping from using porn and remember you're not only escaping that emotion you're escaping an equal amount of positive emotion while buffering okay so there you go that's what i got for you guys hope it helps some of you who uh who are feeling down or or next time that you are feeling down and uh it's okay, guys. It's okay to feel down, and you're not the only one, and um, lots of love to you, and uh, I'll see you next week. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, I want to invite you to rate it and to share it with one or two people you think could also benefit. The podcast is available on all the platforms, wherever you like finding your podcasts. If you want more information on what I offer, go to dannypullman.com. And make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. And remember, we're talking about porn, but this is about so much more than just porn.